The following program is produced by Sage Advertising and Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today. I'm enjoying my conversation just like I do every week, talking with industry experts in the real estate business. Real estate is big. There are so many elements involved in real estate, but for some reason, people keep buying it, selling it and buying it, selling it and buying it. It's because there's financial gain to be made in real estate transactions, even if you're buying a primary residence. I mean, imagine this. You get a mortgage. When you're young and you can stand to have the income, you can stand to have the credit rating, you can stand and get an application started to get a mortgage. 30 years goes by incredibly fast, believe it or not. And most people think when they buy a home with a 30-year mortgage that that means they have to live in that home for 30 years. That's not true. No. In fact, many people move out one year, two year. I think the average is somewhere in the neighborhood of every five years or so. Most people are moving. That means there's always transactions going on. So if you're looking to take advantage of those transactions, that steady flow of business, perhaps real estate and real estate for investors might be the thing to think about. We help you make those thoughts come to reality by bringing experts to our studios. And today, after this break, we have two really good guests. First of all, we have Lou Carr. Lou is the branch manager and a mortgage loan originator at Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. We're going to be talking about interest rates and mortgage opportunities, buying opportunities for individuals that either want to just get started or maybe already are seasoned homeowners and want to move on to investing. Lou Carr from Summit Funding will be with us. Also, Shirley Larkins is going to be with us today. Shirley is a realtor at Chase International. She's been on a radio show before. We have a good time talking with her whenever she's able to come and join us. And today, we're excited to be talking with her about the statistics in Northern Nevada and maybe some home buying tips for people that are Wanting to get started before the crowds start to rush in as we move further into spring. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Steve Ty from Nevada Blue. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla right here on K-Hit 1450 AM and 94.1 FM. SunTech Solar Screening uses Pfeiffer screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening combined. Attention all residents of Northern Nevada. This is a high heat alert. Temperatures will be in the high 90s and 100s for an extended period of time. Call SunTech Solar Screening to block the sun and heat from your windows. 
Now back to our commercial. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech solar screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. Spring is just around the corner and so is the 2017 Nevada Women's Expo. I'm going. I'm going. We're all going to Nevada Women's Expo. Nevada Women's Expo is truly a shopping extravaganza for women. Reserve your vendor booth now. Call 775-787-6017 or nevadawomensexpo.com. I'm going. I'm going. April 22nd, 23rd. Reserve your booth today. 775-787-6017, nevadawomensexpo.com. We're all going to Nevada Women's Expo. Peter Padilla is on the air. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Glad you tuned into our show today. We have two great guests in the studio talking about my favorite subject, motorcycle, oh, I'm sorry, real estate and real estate for <laughs> investors. Yeah, I like a lot of stuff, but let's face it, real estate is really the fuel that I put in my tank to make it happen. That's how I have fun on my motorcycle. Today I have Lou Carr. Lou is the branch manager of Summit Funding. Busy guy, Lou. You're busy like a bee in your business, the mortgage business. Yes, we are, Peter. Uh, uh, very busy these days, um, especially when you just get back from vacation. It's kind of tough. Well, I know it, you know, because when you take a vacation in the mortgage business, Lou, I know this. You take off for two weeks. When you come back, you now have four weeks worth of work to do in the next two weeks. That's pretty much <laughs> correct. Yeah, thank you. Hey, it's Peter, waiting for you. Thanks for having me on the show today. I really appreciate oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, glad you're here and glad you are able to be here today, especially because we have another really cool guest in the studio today. We have Shirley Larkins with us, and Shirley has been with us on the show before, but it's probably been maybe a year or so too long. Shirley Larkins from Chase International. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here today, Peter. Well, I am excited to have you here, too. You always look so chipper. <laughs> How else can I say it, Lou? I mean, does this lady look like she hasn't changed a bit in the last year, two years, three years, four years? She looks like she's ready to go, ready to sell real estate, talk about real estate. You I know, love real estate. It yeah. shines out of me. I project <laughs> it because I truly am passionate about it. You know, when you're in any profession, it's kind of like being in sports. I mean, you're either really good, you're a top performer, or you, you know, you're a B-squad. You're, you're just helping out. But, you know, top performance, you have to kind of be mentally in shape all the time. And real estate, I know, is no different. There's all kinds of stuff coming at you all the time. And you've, really got, you've almost got to be like dancing on your feet 24-7. Oh, my gosh. Well, there's so many things we need to know, so many statistics, ideas, uh, loopholes. I mean, we got to figure it out. You know, we're making deals happen for people. So I know. I know. got to be savvy. And you got to be creative in today's real estate environment. We Absolutely. were talking before we started with the show about, of course, there's always the the demand for homes in northern Nevada, especially really across the country now. I mean, more and more people want to buy homes, but especially here, the challenge is availability. Oh, man, our inventory is so low. It's crazy. We mm -hmm. really need people to get excited about selling their homes and changing where they're yeah. living because more people are trying to get in. I think, you know, the pricing is pretty high now. We're looking good. We're a strong market. I think there's been some talk of, is there a bubble coming? And I don't think people should be worried. There's a high demand at this point in time. Um, there's a lot of great loan programs out there that are helping people actually get into these homes. Mm -hmm. And we just need more homes to show them. Uh, home prices are moving up. We're over $300,000 for the median home price in northern Nevada. 
uh, stick built home. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, the challenge is financing. Where do you get the money to do that? Lou Carr is with us. So, Lou, uh, I know that the FHA, for instance, is one of the more popular starter loan programs for many people that are becoming first time home buyers. But I also know that there are limits. I mean, have we been at a point where the limit to purchase a home with using an FHA mortgage has been at or even below what the median home price is? I mean, are they? it seems like they might be getting pretty close now. They're getting pretty close. Yeah, we're three twenty-five four fifty is the max loan amount for FHA in Washoe County. Three twenty-five. Yeah, which if you if you uh, add in the three and a half percent, you kind of have to add it in and work backwards. But if you so an FHA loan where you're putting the minimum three and a half percent down would put you roughly about three forty, maybe three forty. One okay. for All a right. purchase price, yeah. and and the median home price is right about three hundred seven. Last time I saw, I think Shirley, um, you're right there in the pocket. Yeah, three hundred four, yeah. three hundred seven. Okay. So that's really not that far. But uh, you know, the other factor, of course, is affordability. And many of the home buyers, when the prices go up, they get a little skittish, uh, thinking that oh wow, the prices of homes just went up five thousand dollars for the median, so maybe I won't be able to qualify. Um, I, I suspect, Lou, that has more to do with other things like the interest rate. That's really what, where you're going to see the big difference, is it not? Yeah, I think interest rates could have a bigger impact because the a, a home price going up by $5,000 doesn't mean that your annual income needs to increase by $5,000. It's a, I think it's, a say, about a three-to-one ratio income mm-hmm. versus versus home price. Yeah. But I I personally think the an item that could affect how much you qualify for the fastest or or you know could improve it or or you know uh, hurt you would be interest rates changing yeah, that's what i was thinking if they were to change substantially then then all of a sudden it could make a pretty substantial move sometimes when prices go up on a product like a house the demand actually goes up cuz you know the antenna go up in people's heads and they think oh wow prices are going up i better get in there before they go up anymore, or if I'm going to be an investor, now's the time. I mean, there's just all sorts of reasons. But um, does that antenna go up when it's maybe time to sell it to sell the home? Is there a signal there that? Yeah, I think you can probably drive yourself crazy, and Shirley can probably talk about this a little more than I can. But I think you could drive yourself crazy trying to forecast what the marketplace is going to do, either on interest rates or home prices. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I recall the years when things were dropping down, and everybody said, "I want to hit the exact bottom. I want to mm-hmm. buy a house when the you know." <laughs> and the saying was, "You're never going to know when you were at the bottom until six months afterwards." Yeah. The same goes for the top too. You know, the thing right. to remember, I think it's really important for people is there's always a need for housing. Real estate is always transacting. So, is there ever really a bad time to sell? Not mm-hmm. necessarily. I mean, market climate speaks for itself. So we're right. all living in the same time period, right? right. The market's really hot right now for sellers. They're getting 98% of their list price right now on closings on average. So yeah, That's a good point that you bring up, that uh, there's always a perfect time for selling if it is the perfect time to sell. I mean, I was thinking about the people that short sold somewhere mm-hmm. in their neighborhood of about 2009 or 2010. I mean, they sold at the perfect time. They didn't even realize that they were doing it, I'm sure, right? But they sold at the perfect time, and many of us dream of finding that perfect time on purpose. 
you know, actually being able to time it out. And you're right, Lou, and surely you cannot time it out because there's so many factors that we have to contend with every day that can change. But if you do look at history, interest rates have been much higher than they are today. Oh, yeah. That's something I think much, that much people need to really remember right. because even though they've kicked up a little bit at the end of the year, things are changing. That's one factor that really directly impacts the buyer's capability. So as a seller, if you're really concerned about anything when they're talking about interest rates going up, that's when you should start thinking about selling before that happens because that could limit your buyer pool on who's going to even be available to buy your house. You know it. If you're a good investor, a good seller – you're going to monitor what your buyers can accomplish and how people can acquire your property at, at a good price for everybody. So you do have to look at both sides of the equation. That's why we're glad to have you both in the studio today. Lou Carr. Well, and one other thing, Peter, that people don't really consider too much is you know this prospect of interest rates increasing. The reason behind rates potentially increasing is going to be, I think, economically driven. Mm. If the economy, the rates have been low mm -hmm. to help support the economy and get it going, yeah. if the economy is going very well, that generally means there's going to be more jobs, more availability of, of income to purchase a home. Mm -hmm. So the rates going up is actually potentially a very good sign for homes. You know, I remember, Lou, the, when the interest rates were really high in the early 80s. I mean, I'm talking 12 percent, seconds at 16 percent. The economy was booming at that time. I mean, it was just rocking because it wasn't a big deal to think about those kinds of interest rates. Nobody was really that concerned about it because there was so much energy in the in the economy. Well, that, you're, you're much older than I am, Peter, yeah, yes, so I, I don't that's recall true. any of that. In 97. <laughs> that's an interesting correlation, actually, that you brought up, though, as the market gathers strength. You know, we can anticipate that the interest rates will go up. It really only makes sense. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing I think for people here in northern Nevada to really think about is a lot of this industry does come to fruition out at Trick, and you know more businesses are committing and coming here and more job opportunities mm -hmm. are becoming available. The housing pool is not growing by that much, even though we have new construction everywhere in town right now. You know mm -hmm. They're not keeping up with the demand. Um, it's Things are going to change. You've got to be ready to move, make something happen, and this can be your year. I mean, you know, and it's very very possible based upon what you're saying that home prices in northern Nevada maybe are too low. I mean, look, think about this. If, if the home prices are driven by the economy, you look at the national home prices and the national economy, I know one thing. Reno has got a great growing economy, great growing business and employment structure, yet our interest rates are the same as they are basically across the country. Right. So you have these really low interest rates in northern Nevada with really high job and growth potential. I mean, prices, are they going to come down? There's no way. I can't see them coming down unless we'd have a global crash. I have I to really agree. think that our ratio really still, you're looking at great values if you're looking to buy a home in northern Nevada. I have to agree with you. Absolutely. You're right on. And go, Lou, go across the border to California and yeah, compare. Exactly. <laughs> right. Of course, they have the same interest rates, but they've got <laughs> a lot right. more that goes with it, too. <laughs> That's right. right. Enjoying conversation with Lou Carr, Summit Funding, and Shirley Larkins from Chase International. We'll be back after this. First, let's hear what Sherry Hill has to say about real estate investing in northern Nevada and all across the country. Sherry Hill is the Wealth Protection Diva. To completely defer all capital gains taxes on the sale of a property through a 1031 exchange, the replacement property must have a price equal to or higher than the relinquished property. It doesn't matter if you sold one larger property and bought multiple smaller properties, sold multiple smaller properties and bought one larger property, so long as the replacement property or properties have a higher aggregate value. 
For example, if your relinquished property is sold for $100,000, the value of the replacement property or the combination of replacement properties must be priced for more than $100,000. That doesn't mean you can't make a 1031 exchange into a lesser valued property. It simply means you would have to pay taxes on the difference. Let's say your relinquished property had a value of $100,000 and the replacement property has a value of only $90,000. You could still do the 1031 exchange, but you would have to pay a capital gains tax on the $10,000 difference. Also, your acquisition expenses are counted toward the total value of the replacement property, which includes escrow fees, inspection fees, loan fees, points, commissions, and all other fees incidental to the purchase itself. The higher price requirement is clear-cut, but many people, including untrained real estate agents, mistakenly think that only the capital gain portion of the investment has to be exchanged and reinvested. After all, you are only deferring the taxes on the gain itself, right? Wrong. To qualify, the entire property value must be exchanged or taxes paid on the portion that isn't exchanged. I strongly recommend you always consult with your own legal and or tax professional long before you do a 1031 exchange. Nevada Women's Expo, April 22nd and 23rd, Grand Sierra Resort. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Save the date. Nevada Women's Expo, April 22nd and 23rd at the Grand Sierra Resort. We're all going. Many times, closing a real estate deal fast is the key to getting the great deal done. At Socotra Capital, we help you get the money fast. This is Dave Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments at Socotra Capital. We are a hard money lender for real estate transactions that need to close fast, way before banks or institutional financing can complete the deal. We're ready to talk to you about closing your transaction quickly, and we can get you the money fast. Visit www.socotracapitalnevada.com or call 775-420-4990 for a personal appointment. Thank you. Socotra Capital, Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. David Washburn's NMLS agent number, 51269. Socotra Capital, Nevada, Incorporated. There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations for over 23 years to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. This is Rick Thomas from Nevada State Bank. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla right here on K Hit 1450 AM and 94.1 FM. With me in the studio today is one of the booth vendors that just signed up to be at the expo. Her name is Guinevere Farrell, and she is with Sierra Diamonds Essential Oils. Welcome to our show today. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be at the Grand Sierra Resort. Guinevere, tell us, why are you passionate about essential oils? Because they are pure from the plant, therapeutic grade oils that can really 
eliminate all the chemicals found in your home. Chemicals you clean with, you can clean with essential oils. Mm. Chemicals that you put on your body, cleansing and things like that, mm -hmm. you can use oils. They smell great, they're good for you. I, I just I just love that I can eliminate the chemicals in my home and, and make my home healthier for my family. Can essential oils actually change your mood? Do they have an impact on how you feel in general? Whether we apply them to our skin or we inhale them, they are in our system within seconds. Mm -hmm. And they definitely can have an effect on our mood. Lavender can, is relaxing. Yeah. So it's great that you're using it after you work out because you're ready to wind down a little bit and it, it can help you sleep at night. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they definitely have a powerful effect on our mind and body. Frankincense is mentioned in the Bible many times and mm -hmm. it has a very strong effect on our, our spirit. So I'm encouraging anybody who wants to learn more about essential oils to visit us, Nevada Women's Expo, April 22nd and 23rd at Grand Sierra Resort. The name of the booth is Sierra Diamonds Essential Oils. Exactly, that's right. It's just a good time to come out to the expo, meet great people and sample great things like essential oils from Sierra Diamonds Essential Oils. Thank you for being with us today. I look forward to seeing you at the Women's Expo. I'm going. We're all going to Nevada Women's Expo. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning into our show today. We are excited about many things on our radio program. Good information for our listeners. We love having fantastic guests. And we get connected with some really great businesses and business events. One of those events, Nevada Women's Expo. We are excited about the expo because it's coming up real fast. April 22nd and 23rd at the Grand Sierra Resort. You'll see hundreds and hundreds of booths specifically designed and targeted for women. In fact, it's billed as a shopping extravaganza for women. Nevada Women's Expo, April 22nd and 23rd at the Grand Sierra Resort. We're going to be there. Hope to see you there too. Come visit our booth. Again, April 22nd, 23rd, Grand Sierra Resort. Get all of the information at our website, NevadaWomensExpo.com. With me in the studio today, two delightful guests to talk to on a very nice midday conversation about real estate. Lou Carr is with us. Lou is the branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. Lou, hope you're enjoying being here with us today. I am, Peter. Thank you very much for having me on the show. It's always a good time. I always learn something new on your show. It, you know, it's so much. You, you bring so much education to our show, Lou, and outstanding questions. Uh, you know, you're a good question person. Uh, I've been to your office recently, and I, I see some growth taking place over there. What's going on? Well, we're, we are um, jammed into the facility that we're working out of right now, and mm -hmm. we're, uh, we're hoping to expand very soon within the next probably two to three months and more than double our size, move mm -hmm. into the, the uh, area next door to us. We're kind of waiting for our neighbors to, to – uh, for their lease to expire and them mm -hmm. to find a new place to work. So well, I hope, I yeah. hope, hope that's coming together well. It, it would be great to have happen because we need it pretty badly. You've got yeah. a beautiful location up on Vista. And um, that, that's great travel access for a lot of people. Many people drive north and south there. Um, and it's a growing area. And, and it's really, really close to my favorite parts of northern Nevada, Sparks and Fernley. I just love the drive from Sparks to Fernley. Very cool place. Good. Yeah, we love it over there. It's, uh, we, we think it's the best side of town. Yes. Well, there's always two sides to the story. That's correct. <laughs> because on the other side of town, we have Chase International, Shirley Larkins. Shirley, you've been there for a while. 
I have been. You know, I was thinking about it, Peter. I've been at Chase for six years. I can hardly believe the time has flown by that fast. Holy cats. I know. Well, and, was and, and Chase uh, with Shirley has an office right like three blocks from us over in Sparks. So mm-hmm. they actually like us over there, oh, exactly. too. We do. Yeah, well, very nice. <laughs> a nice. Yeah, growing company, I know. And, you know, the impression that I have and that most people have, and it's probably because it's true, is it seems like Chase, you see Chase International sites and you see Chase International signs on really, really nice homes. They're more upscale homes, almost like luxury homes. Is that still what the focus is? You know, the focus of Chase began there. You know, Sherry's vision up in Tahoe was mm. always to be in that luxury market. And we've mm. carried that over in our brand and everything we do. I'd say that we're, we're one of the most exclusive luxury brands yeah. in the area. But not to be confused, we sell all property types. You mm-hmm. know, we I know myself included, I've sold everything from manufactured home to a mansion. So yeah. We don't look away from any property, but we do really pride ourselves on our quality of our presentation. And, you know, I've seen a lot of work coming out of the Chase International offices from you, from other people. And even though it is, you're right, it's, it's let's say it's upscale or uh, luxury home perception, but it's really luxury home service many times. Because Absolutely. it's about how you treat people that makes the difference in a really great real estate transaction. And I believe that the bigger the real estate transaction, the more money on the table – the better you should be treated. <laughs> However, uh, in reality, I think what it is is everybody should be treated like there's a lot of money on the table. It's not about the money, Peter. It's about the people. Yeah. You know, people buy homes. People make business. I believe that every person should own a home. So yeah. how do I do that? In my little world of what I do on my day-to-day, that's my goal is just get as many people into homes as I possibly can. So we, we talk about uh, the importance of uh, having a great pool of homeowners in the market if you are an investor wanting to be a real estate investor. But you you run into both sides. I'm sure you run into people that want to buy property as investment property and also as primary residence. What it what does it seem like? Are there as many opportunities for investors in northern Nevada now that prices are up in the 300s for a medium priced home? Or, the market or, has or, definitely mm-hmm. shifted a bit. You know, mm-hmm. for the investors, the margins are tighter, so we're mm-hmm. seeing less of the flippers out there. You know, unless they're the big guys. Um, really, I think what we're shifting into more, if you're looking to get into real estate investment, would be buy something that you plan on holding for a couple of years because the rental market is just as tight, if not tighter, than the housing market. So you can rent out almost anything in almost every market segment. You're getting about a dollar a foot. So if you mm-hmm. think about any home anywhere, um, it's a really great opportunity to get into the market and just buy something, get it ready, get it rented, and start your portfolio. Now would be the time for that. The flipping margins are just too tight. You're, you're not finding those deals. And when you do, they really need the work. So you have to be prepared for that. It's not quite as easy, so to speak, as it was two years ago, last year even. You know, as our price point has crept up, it's the, the investors are just losing out on some of those opportunities. One thing, though, that I'm starting to see a bit of an uptick in is a little bit more REO activity or bank-owned property. Mm that were kind of hanging out in the market. Mm -hmm. Um, Banks didn't really know what they were doing or how to take over those homes, even though they'd been delinquent for a very long time. So some of that is coming back around. So there may be a little bit of opportunity, but I also don't think it should create a panic. You know, we're not going down by any means. But some of the stuff that's just been hanging out, you've seen a house in your neighborhood maybe that's been vacant for a couple of years. I think you should start looking at it more like it's going to come on market soon because that's what I'm starting to see in that end. I'm talking with Shirley Larkin. Shirley is a realtor at Chase International here in Northern in Nevada. And also with me in the studio is Lou Carr. Lou is the branch manager of Summit Funding. So we have good information coming from both sides of the transaction, buying the property and financing the property. The uh, challenges, though, that uh, people seem to, to face when they're looking at buying investment property, like you say, Shirley, is 
you know, how do you make money on investment property if you can't fix it and flip it? Mm-hmm. Buy and hold strategies. I don't, I'm not sure that has been uh, talked about a lot by, by many people. It, it takes resources, but Luke, it, it could also happen with financing. Absolutely. I mean, I mean if you want to get started with buying and holding real estate for an investment, uh, knowing that the market is going to appreciate because we're just talking about where's the economy going, where are prices going, where are interest rates going, this might be the time to take advantage of these current interest rates for investors to get started. So let's talk about that. How much money does the person need on a percentage basis to get started with investment real estate if they want to buy a single family residence to rent out? Right. And so the the gist of your question is uh, revolves around purchasing a home that I'm going to begin using as an investment property. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have a renter in there maybe from, you know, the first week or month after you purchase it. Right. So uh, investment property requires a minimum. This is Fannie Mae conventional Freddie Mac financing uh, would require a minimum 15% down. Right. Uh, the terms get quite a bit better at 20% down and better yet at 25% down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, we've talked about, you know, prices and rates and all that and when's the best time to buy and when's the best time to not buy. I think that just from my perspective, if a property pencils out at whatever price it is right now, at whatever you have available to put down, mm-hmm. and you can rent that out and have someone in that property making your payment for you, mm-hmm. eventually that is going to pan out to be a fantastic investment. Yeah. So if you're young and you buy it and you put a 30-year loan on there and you pay it off, now it has no loan on it. It doesn't matter what the value is. It has a rental income. It has an income per se and a cost. And who cares what the price was? Well, let's let's do a little bit of math here and help out some of our listeners who are trying to figure this out because at 15% of, let's say, a median home price in northern Nevada is round numbers, $300,000. 15% of that, $45,000. So that's essentially what I'm hearing that you would need to get started to buy a typical home like this and then convert it to rental property. Um, so you would need $45,000 down against a $300,000 purchase. You're getting a loan for $255,000. Um, I know we can't discuss interest rates. Uh, you can't anyway. Heck, I can talk about them all I want. I got no license to <laughs> I lose. can talk about them too. <laughs> Yay. So surely, last time I heard, interest rates were running somewhere in the neighborhood of 4%. Yeah, right? you're 4%. about right. 4.2. So I just wonder what would a, a mortgage on $255,000 at 4%, you know, with median average credit, um, I would bet that's going to come in. Let me see if I can do my rough math in my head here. I'd say probably about twenty-one fifty a month maybe, let's say. I had it less than that. Did you have less than that? I did. Yeah. yeah of course, I'm included taxes and insurance. You're putting it all in I'm putting there. it all in there, taxes, insurance. And what else is in there? HOAs, you maybe. Got it. Tax, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say rounded at about two grand. I wonder if you could rent out a, a nice three hundred thousand dollar home nowadays for two grand a month. Absolutely. Like I said, it's about a dollar a foot in almost every segment. Some right. even higher. Mm-hmm. So even mm-hmm. if you had that breaking even, like Lou said, and you held that property for just a couple of years, and yeah. you saw, you know, let's say we had a nine percent gain per year, so you're eighteen percent over. Oh, so yeah. now you're able to sell that home and take a little money away, or keep it going. You can get creative. Um, use that one to bridge a loan for something else that's bigger or better. You know, you never know what you can do. I think if people were in the idea and the mindset of doing a flip property and they had some money socked away, that it's not a bad idea to think about shifting that mentality around, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I wow. was thinking more closer to fifteen hundred. You know what? For you're that right. Rate too. You're absolutely right. I have good news for all of our listeners. <laughs> I've just dropped my rates. <laughs> <laughs> Get your loan with Lou, not with Peter. That price would, you know what, that payment, that payment on that mortgage would come in right around $1,300. Yeah, so taxes, insurance, you're looking at $1,500. If you think about the average home and the size and all of that, you're you're breaking even, maybe making a couple bucks. Okay, so listeners, yes, you can. It can be done. But the question again is that $45,000. So let's talk about maybe some creative ways that people could come up with that $45,000 down payment. Uh, So right away, uh, I've got the experts in the studio. Lou, what is a creative way that a, a, let's say I'm a single college guy and I, I can't quite come up with all the money. Uh, I want to get started because I, I've heard you on the radio. The 45 grand, I'm having a few challenges. Any options? Well, yeah, there are. Um, if you don't have the savings outright, there, you know, a lot of people have been putting away funds in a 401. Okay. Sometimes you can either borrow against or liquidate a 401. I'm not promoting that as a great thing to do, but let's say you have $100,000 in a 401 and you borrow against that, you are going to have a payment on that Mm -hmm. amount that you borrow, Mm -hmm. but that payment and the interest you pay on that goes back into your 401. Mm -hmm. So if you can afford to access it in that way, that's a Mm -hmm. great way to go. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, on investment property, it's not allowed to obtain a gift from a relative, Mm -hmm. but sometimes... You know, there are relatives who may want to co-purchase with you. Oh, I like Partnering that Partnering up. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Hey, I got to call that uncle of mine I've been meaning to talk to you about. Yeah, or, like or you know, maybe they, they you know, give you funds that you hold and, and you have them for three or six or 12 months as you're looking mm-hmm. for properties. That's That would then become available funds that you could use on a purchase. Yeah. So, yeah, it's you just kind of need to be creative. Exactly. Yeah. And I know yeah. there are many people that would like to get started in real estate. And I know people that, well, they're just buddies. They're just friends. And they decide, hey, let's pool our resources <laughs> and buy a property and see what happens and invest a little bit of our money. It's, it's kind of a a fun and exciting thing. It's kind of like going into business when you buy investment property. Uh, other creative ways that I've heard of, of course, and Lou and I have talked about this surely before, is to buy a, a fourplex as a primary residence and then move into one and rent out the other three. That's like my best scenario, Lou, and until they come up with a, allowing you to do that on a fiveplex, I don't think it can be improved. <laughs> <laughs> well, but really, a fourplex, threeplex, a duplex, and, and All you know, just, family. just yeah. to kind of throw that back out there, I mean, FHA does financing on a fourplex mm-hmm. with three and a half percent down, mm-hmm. and you would need to live in one of the units, yeah. and then it's a primary residence, but that rental income that you have from those other three is in all likelihood going to pay the mortgage and some. Yeah, if you're a first-timer and you're hoping to get into a property like that, that would be my first step with you is to say, why don't we look at something that has multiple units so that you could Mm -hmm. occupy one? Because that is your entry level in without all that Mm -hmm. cash out of pocket up front. If you weren't prepared for that, there are still ways. You just have to get savvy and find the right property. Yeah. Another way that I've heard people get started is they look for a home that has a separate area that they can rent out. Mm -hmm. Like rent out, you know, if they can put one wall and suddenly you have another entry and you can do that as part of your process once you get that that process going. I mean, I think that would be fun, especially uh, it's like the mother-in-law quarters, Lou. I of, course, love of course, you'd be getting that permitted, though, right, well, Peter? Of course, well, of course yeah. you would. <laughs> it has to be legal. Just Listen, just you know how I roll. It's <laughs> yes, got to be legal, ethical, <laughs> moral, 
Moracle? Moracle. <laughs> I've been there and I've done that. <laughs> and coded. <laughs> That's right. We're having a good time talking about real estate for real estate investors and more in northern Nevada with Lucar from Summit Funding, Shirley Larkins from Chase International, and we've got more after this. Peter Padilla is important to me because he knows about all things real estate. Peter Padilla is important to me because he connects local businesses with other local businesses to increase our margins. Peter Padilla is a nice guy. Peter Padilla is important to me because of the information he provides to our community and to all of his listeners. Sage advice is what you get when you listen to Nevada Real Estate Radio. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 23 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Today in the studio, we have Tammy, Ashley, Missy, and Seth from Family First Chiropractic. Glad you're with us today. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about Family First Chiropractic. Family First Chiropractic, we've been open for uh, 17 years. Our first office opened in 2000. That's our Sparks office, and our Reno office opened eight years ago. Very nice. Well, you've got to be doing something right when you've been in business that long. Chiropractic, that's a real personal kind of thing. They know your name from the minute you walk through the front door. Yeah, it's all about making people feel good, too. It is. It's, it's why we follow our family. They, they are our family. Very good. Let's talk with Ashley. Ashley, tell us about your work at Family First Chiropractic. What do you do there? So I do patient intake, and I also put in all kinds of different things, answering the phones. Um, I also second in CA, so I'm kind of like a multitasker. I do a little bit of everything at the uh, office, except... You know, adjusting. <laughs> <laughs> they won't let me do that yet. <laughs> I was wondering where the chiropractors are today, but they're busy doing work. Yeah, right? they're, yeah. Yeah. They're, yep, they're busy. So, Missy, your turn. Tell us about your work at, at the business. So, I'm a chiropractor's assistant at uh -huh. the Sparks office. Yeah. I help with taking notes for the doctors, also doing new patients and x-rays. We also have Seth with us today. Seth, you're new to the company, I understand. Yes, I am. How long have you been there? I've been there for um, just a couple of weeks, not too yeah. long. Oh, very good. We're excited too about Family First Chiropractic being with us today because you're going to be at the Nevada Women's Expo. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Now, you all were there last year, correct? Yes, we were. So tell us about the Expo. Why Why are you going back? What is it about the Expo? We just love it. We love people, you know, getting out in the community, getting the word out about what we do and who we are. Mm -hmm. You know, Will we, we just, be able to meet some of the chiropractors? Will they be at the two-day event? Absolutely. Almost all of our doctors will appear at the event one day or the other. Mm -hmm. So we try to have two a day, So and they're amazing. Absolutely. So the special will be if you come by the booth, you uh, get the free scan, you schedule your appointment, pay for it that day. We'll give you the first appointment, x-rays, scans, and doctor consultation for $40. This will be a great way to meet the chiropractors. Talk about how you do your work in the business and what the benefits are. So if you haven't talked to a chiropractor or you're thinking about maybe getting some work done, hang on. The Nevada Women's Expo, April 22nd and 23rd at Grand Sierra Resort, 
The team from Family First Chiropractic will be there. We're looking forward to seeing you all there. Yes, We're yes. excited. Very excited. Mm -hmm. about right. Excellent. So look for the booth at the Nevada Women's Expo, and hopefully we'll be talking with you there at the Expo. Yes. All right. Very good. We'll see you then at the Expo. Bye, everybody. Spring is just around the corner, and so is the 2017 Nevada Women's Expo. I'm going. I'm going. We're all going to Nevada Women's Expo. Nevada Women's Expo is truly a shopping extravaganza for women. Reserve your vendor booth now. Call 775-787-6017 or nevadawomensexpo.com. I'm going. I'm going. April 22nd, 23rd. Reserve your booth today. 775-787-6017, nevadawomensexpo.com. We're all going to Nevada Women's Expo. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening combined. Attention all residents of Northern Nevada. This is a high heat alert. Temperatures will be in the high 90s and 100s for an extended period of time. Call SunTech Solar Screening to block the sun and heat from your windows. Now back to our commercial. Don't suffer any longer as temperatures soar into the 90s and 100s. 3529396. Senior citizen and military discounts. SunTech Solar You're Screens tuned in pay to for themselves. Lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Nevada. Call SunTech Nevada Solar Screen Radio for a free estimate. Free year of weekly broadcast. SunTech Helping Solar people screen. make good decisions when it comes to real estate and real estate for investors. We were on the air when the market was booming back in 2006. Wow. We were treading water in 2008, 9, 10. We were right there with the whole real estate market economy. And now... We are coming back like gangbusters in northern Nevada and all across the country. It's really a good time to be thinking about buying real estate. But wait a minute. There's another side to buying real estate. It's selling real estate. Let's talk about that with our industry experts in the studio today. We have Lou Carr from Summit Funding and Shirley Larkins from Chase International. Shirley, you deal with sellers too? I do. And gosh, here's a call to all people out there who own a house. Sell it. We need more <laughs> homes on the market. <laughs> There's demand, real, real There's demand There's a huge demand right now. And really, it's, it's a great opportunity if you're thinking about making a change, if you need a bigger house, a smaller house, you don't like mm -hmm. your house, whatever it is, um, there's a really good chance that you're going to be able to sell it for what you want. So start the conversation with somebody. Get your house out there. Yeah, let's talk about why somebody would want to sell because I, I mentioned that to some people sometimes, Shirley, and they say to me, well, gee, Peter, if we sell our house, where are we going to move? They don't have any plans on leaving the area. They love their home. I say to them, well, of course you wouldn't sell. You're not the kind of seller we're looking for. There are certain kinds of people that do need to sell. So why don't you give us a little drive through the neighborhood and what kind of people need to sell homes? Sure. Well, you know, if you're in a house right now and you're running out of space, obviously that's number one. Um, if you have a life change coming up, if you're changing your job, you don't know where things are going or mm -hmm. you're getting better, mm -hmm. it's a great time to think about, you know, upgrading your lifestyle or mm -hmm. downgrading your lifestyle, whatever's necessary. There, you know, really the thing to think about as a seller right now is if, if you are open to the idea of selling your home, what is it going to take to make you happy to find your next house? Because mm -hmm. again, we have that shortage. So is there one out there for you? Start that process. Start looking, seeing what's out there, and then decide what's your bottom line. If it makes sense in the market, well, then you're a perfect seller. Surely, I live in a really great market in uh, northern Nevada here, and uh, I love my neighborhood. And I noticed that there are older people in my neighborhood. In fact, just recently, my next-door neighbor, 
who passed away. She was 98 years old. Well, her heirs got her house. And she was living in one of those houses that was you know, loaded with trees. You can't really see the house. Okay. And it's a beautiful house, but it just kind of sat there. Now, the new owners have a lot of work to do. But I got to tell you, she sold, or she probably should have sold at the right time because it was her heirs that actually sold that house. Absolutely. So maybe that's one way is to talk to or look around for opportunities where you have senior citizens that maybe are either going to pass away or maybe they're moving on to – uh, um, extended care facilities or assisted living facilities. That's actually a really good point, Peter, that you're talking about, because as a family, too, when you're looking at your elders in your home and what's going on in that scenario, if you want to really maximize the benefit of that ownership that you've had for all of those years, you need to kind of look at that now before it's too late, like you said, where you really don't get the benefit. Maybe it does go to other people, but in the meantime, you could have a really nice lifestyle and a great facility, or you can downgrade to a small condo and live out the rest of your years and joyful pleasure without having to worry about having a home and a yard. And I mean, that that's one actually really good point that you brought up. If you're listening to our radio show from California, it makes even more sense because the prices in California are so high for the homes right now, and they just keep seem to be going higher and higher and higher. You could sell because you're retiring, or you could sell because you're going to take some of the money that you make and move to Reno and or northern anywhere in northern Nevada, live a better lifestyle, and, and do so at a much less cost. Save on your taxes too. Yeah. Huge. So to look at. right. So we have prices going in our favor. We have demand going in our favor. If you're a seller. But, you know, sellers need buyers. You have to know that there are people out there that can either purchase your home for cash or get financing. And in most cases, it's going to be financing because most people don't want to chunk out $300,000, $400,000 or more for a home. They'd rather put down as little as possible. Take advantage so, of that low interest rate that we're still experiencing too. Yeah, that's a good segue because low interest rates, at least uh, on the chatter on the media sometimes, it doesn't seem like it's going to last much longer. Lucar from Summit Funding is with us. He's the branch manager and mortgage loan officer. Been doing this work for many, many years. Lou, I know you follow what's going on in interest rates, what's happening, happening with the Fed. Could you explain to us and to our listeners a little bit a lot about what's going on in the financing market, especially when there's talk on the TV channels about our financing department in the federal government, the Federal Reserve, raising interest rates? How how does that happen and what does it mean? Um, Well, that that is quite an involved question, um, but it's also a very interesting question. Um, and yeah, I think there is a there is definitely a perception uh, out in the world that that the Federal Reserve talks about raising interest rates. Uh-huh. They don't really raise interest rates. What they do is they they manipulate um, uh, facets of our financial system that influences interest rates. Mm-hmm. And the the main example I would give you right now would be the federal funds rate. And although I'm not an expert on the federal funds, it's it's a rate that banks charge amongst themselves to yes. borrow money. Uh-huh. The the Fed has has the ability to change that federal funds rate. So currently, I believe it's at three quarters of a percent, which is very low historically. So when the Fed says in December that they raised the federal funds rate by a quarter percent, that pushes other long-term investments like mortgage-backed securities pushes them higher. Uh, and then after that, of course, they they said, well, we anticipate we're going to raise the federal funds rate three more times in 2017. Mm-hmm. Well, the Fed doesn't have a very good track record. Last year, after raising rates in December of 2015, they said we're going to raise rates four times in 2016, and they really only did it once. Mm. 
Okay, so now let's fast forward to where we are right now. Um, there's a couple things that the Fed would would or could do right now that I believe would influence interest rates and unfortunately would probably influence them in an upward direction. Do you remember the, the QE that the, the was in place a couple of years ago? That's the quantitative easing. Quantitative easing, right. That was our federal government purchasing mortgage-backed securities. Mm -hmm. So think about a security. There's a you, – you invest, you buy this security and it has a return on your investment. The reason the Fed was buying those securities was to keep the yield or the interest or the rate low on those securities. They're, they're artificially keeping interest rates for mortgages lower than they should be economically. Mm -hmm. So they stopped doing QE, I don't even remember how long ago, a year and a half it's ago. about a year ballpark. and a half, that's what I recall. Yeah. So they purchased all these mortgage-backed securities and now there's this, this, this um, uh, function that is still going on with those mortgage-backed securities. So the, the, our government purchased mortgages that are secured by, by, more, by, mortgage, by homes, mm -hmm. which are called mortgage-backed securities. So those loans, they've committed to hold those loans for 30 years. Well, what happens if somebody refinances that loan? Yeah, or sells the house. So that loan off. pays off. Well, mm -hmm. that's the money that's actually yours and my money, our taxpayer dollars that purchased those mortgage-backed securities. Well, yeah. QE ended a couple years ago, but... When that loan pays off, we are going back in and repurchasing another mortgage-backed security. So when you say we, you mean the federal government is going back and continuing to buy mortgage-backed security, even though even though quantitative easing ended over a year ago. Correct. The, the government is still buying mortgage-backed securities to right. keep interest rates low. They're reinvesting that money. Correct. To the tune of about eight to nine million dollars a week. Mm, I'm not sure I like that. There's. Something about it just doesn't quite seem right. Well, so let's let's you know again get fast forward here. Janet Yellen was speaking to the Senate and to the House yesterday and today, and the 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 experts are listening to her very closely to find out what's the plan going forward to cease using those loan payoffs to repurchase more mortgage-backed securities, mm -hmm. and that's. I kind of see that as – and understand I'm getting this information from people far more intelligent than I am on the economy. But they're looking for the point in time where we're going to discontinue reinvesting those funds back into mortgage-backed securities because mm. that's going to probably be the first thing that's going to drive rates up a oh, little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so – and then all the other things taken into consideration if the economy, you know, continues to uh, to get better, if inflation continues to rise, that will also cause the Fed to raise the federal funds rate, which will also drive interest rates up. So it feels to me like it's getting pretty close. Mm -hmm. Probably going to happen throughout this year. They're probably going to go up through this year. Mm -hmm. Um, however, well, you know, Nevada is a gambling state, and we live in a gambling world. In fact, and if I was to put odds on the over/under, are interest rates going up or are they going down from the baseline, which is where we are today? I think there's much better chance that interest rates are going up than they're going down. I see no reason right. why anybody would want to lower interest rates. And let's face it, nothing stays the same forever. We know that today's rate is going to change. 
And I can tell you, from my experience and my knowledge and the little bit that I investigate as well, Lou, you're the man that tells me, though. I can see it. Interest rates, if they're going in any direction, they're going up, and that makes today a great time to think about a real estate transaction or to give some good advice to somebody that maybe you know or love that is going into a real estate transaction. Don't let people make these major decisions in their lives without having some influence. If it's a family member, if it's a loved one, if it's somebody you care, I think it's it's our obligation to share this kind of knowledge because, Lou, this is not what people talk about typically around the water cooler is how interest rates are going to be affected by quantitative easing. You need to be in the market to be buying a house to be concerned about those things, and you need to be around the right people. Yeah, and you know, again, I would I would go back to I, I think Shirley mentioned it earlier. We talked about it earlier. It's not what are interest rates going to do. It's not what are home prices going to do. It's you know, can you purchase what you're looking to purchase, and do the numbers work out? Mm. If you're buying a primary residence. You're comparing it to paying rent, and my goodness, you can get into a house with really very little, if not zero, money out of pocket nowadays Mm -hmm. at really awesome interest rates, even if they're not as good as they were six months ago. They're still really good. Oh, you know it. You know it, Lou, and if anybody needs to visit with you about financing to purchase real estate for primary residence or investment property – Please share with us. What's the best way to reach out to you? Thanks very much, Peter. Call me or text me at 775-771-4505. Very good. Lou Carr from Summit Funding. Shirley Larkins is with us too. Shirley is a realtor at Chase International. Surely the uh, activity is really hot in northern Nevada, but some of the outlying areas maybe offer other opportunities. How do you feel about that? Are you seeing some areas that maybe offer exceptional value or is it based on factors that uh, that I just we can't even perceive right now? You know, thinking about um, investing or even buying for yourself right now as a future investment, I would have to say that I myself am really primarily focusing on Fernley, Fallon, Dayton. Um, those areas are going to be booming. They're already coming up. The Fernley house prices, their median house price is really high right now. It's like 260, I think was the median Mm -hmm. out there. So um, definitely good opportunity. If you don't mind a little bit of the drive into town, I think you're going to see the return. You might get more for your money for sure. Um, there's a, there's opportunities out there. I'm really big on information and I want to get as much real estate information out to people as I can. So if there are any questions about areas, what mm-hmm. you can do, what your buying power could be, mm-hmm. what could I maybe do with my house, whatever. It's not a waste of time to me. Call me, text me, email me, whatever. And I'm happy to provide that information because that's what I'm here for. 775-379-9617. All right. I want to ask you to repeat that for me one more time and just a little slower, okay? Surely, in case anybody wants to reach out to you, what is the best contact information? Call or text me at 775-379-9617. I can tell you're excited about your business. I am. I love it. I love real estate. I love meeting people. I love helping people. All these areas that you're talking about, I, I love these areas. But I got to tell you, I've lived in California as well and worked in California many times. So our California listeners maybe don't know what Fernley and Dayton and you know that whole area, they think Reno. It's just Reno, right? So let me see if I can explain it. Tell me if I do a good job with this. Sure. Okay, so for your California listeners, Reno is like Los Angeles. Fernley would be, or rather Sparks would be Bur- uh, uh, Beverly Hills. And then Fernley would be Burbank. You're giving Sparks Beverly Hills? <laughs> well, Lou's in the building. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I love Fernley. I think Fernley is a very cool place. 
And you know what the thing, the reason it is to me somewhat like uh, like California is that it has that free spirit kind of living there. You know, it's it's city, but it's country. There's still great opportunities in Fernley too for home ownership. I mean, it really it's a great entry level market. You can get a lot for the dollar out there. Mm -hmm. um, it's a coming up community. There's a lot happening. There's new businesses all the time. I mean, there it's really starting to boom out there. Yes, yes. Well, I'm encouraging anybody who has any questions about. Relocating to a maybe more suburban area uh, away from the metro area of Reno. Metro, it's so funny. We don't have a metro area. It's such a small town. It's We're the biggest so little, cool It's now. the biggest Come little on. city. We've got midtown Okay, and let's everything. call it – okay, the midtown area. <laughs> we won't call it metro. We'll call it midtown. But I love firmly – they should give you a call. Shirley Larkins at Chase International. I'm going to put all your contact information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com, so they can find you easily. Awesome. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much, Peter. It's always a pleasure. I love coming on your show. We love having you. And I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in to today's show, too. My name is Peter Padilla. I'm your host. We are on the air again, the same time, same station next week. So be sure to tune in and tell your friends and family to join us as well. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. Equal housing lender. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 352-9396. SunTech Solar Screening.